Hello everyone and welcome to Digital Journeys. Today we will learn about the importance of process optimization pre and post the acquisition of an organization. Jim Holman and Nita Singer will share their expertise pertaining to integrating technology platforms and other processes in order to minimize any disruption that might come with an acquisition. So with that, I turn it over to Jim. Thanks, Jerry. And now let's talk to Nita. Nita, why should leadership care about effectively integrating an acquired firm into the parent company? What's in it for them? So what I would say is that there's three prim primary reasons why leadership should care about effectively integrating a company that they acquire. First, I would say would be that it actually is going to help them grow their revenues much more effectively um, and actually increase customer stickiness. So when you think about it, like PE funded companies tend to do a lot of acquisitions and they do that because they're trying to grow revenues really quickly. And most of the acquisition that they tend to do tend to be either in like with, they have products that they have. They might do something not adjacent products or services, um, or they might be to extend into different markets. So what that ends up doing is that if you're able to do that effectively and integrate the company, then you're able to provide your client with a much more uh, seamless experience, which makes them sort of more want to stay with you. So just for example, so if you're a company that does contract review, and you acquire a company that does contract generation or does, does e-sign, that's logical flow. So if you're able to provide that seamless experience to them, that's actually going to help you grow your revenue so your client doesn't feel the need to then go to somebody else for some service that they might be needing. The second one, it actually helps to, you to run your business more efficiently because what you're able to do is if you're able to integrate, you can actually create economies of scale. When you have integrated business operations, you, you probably can figure out you have a single ERP system where you're able to integrate information effectively. You can get rid of things which are where there's going to be removed redundancies when it comes to technology or even related to people and processes. And, and when you think about it, and this is something that you and I have been you know, working on is basically if you are able to get accurate information, say how your inventory is running, you're able to run your business and not be delayed in actually providing products to your clients. So that's what that's the benefit that you're running your business more efficiently and effectively. And, and lastly, and this is something we've been hearing a lot in the market, that new buyers are not looking to invest in companies that have not effectively integrated their businesses. So those to me are sort of the three key reasons why leadership should care. Hmm. So the last one, very interesting, looking at uh, an integrated uh, part of a portfolio hmm. as an asset for future sale. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, what uh, challenges and barriers exist for leaderships to focus on pre and post acquisition integration and optimization? So these these would be things that we would normally be thinking about. So first has to be has to do with time. Time is a very scarce resource. You have a small leadership team which has to focus on like, growing revenues, running the business, and a lot of times they, they, what they're limited most is with bandwidth, where they would rather spend their time focusing on revenue generating activities and doing just enough as they acquire new companies rather than spending time to actually think about end-to-end -end sort of, uh, you know, business transformation. The second one would be, you know, finance. If you have limited amount of money, you make choices where you would spend it. So the, the money then usually tends to go towards more revenue generating 
exercises versus something which is more sort of operationally trying to make yourself more efficient. And last and certainly not the least would be skills and capabilities. Because if you think about it, most of these businesses, unlike much larger businesses, don't have a lot of people who will have experience in things like, you know, program management or project management. And so to try to do this on in the inside, can be hard because, and and also you don't want to take your people off who would rather be doing more client revenue generating activities and make them focus on something like this. So these are sort of some of the biggest challenges and barriers that are faced. What does pre and post acquisition integration and optimization focus on? So I would say there again, and, and usually it seems to be a lot of these things, you try to keep them in threes because they make it sort of easier for people to remember. One I would say is a systematic approach to sort of almost like to have like program manage when you do an acquisition. Make sure you're covering all the critical aspects that, that you do. The planning, you're making sure that as you go through the deal process, it's done more efficiently. And then you actually help integrate with the with the key thing in mind that you're actually minimizing disruption, both for your clients, for the, the internal team that's working on, on business as usual. The next thing would be managing change across the organization. This is actually very, very critical. People don't realize how important it is to make sure that people are like know what is going on. I think when there's people aren't informed, that becomes the biggest issue. They're not sure what is this going to mean for me. So you have to keep in mind that you keep them informed as to what this is going to mean for them. So and last and and not certainly not the least, in fact, it's very, very critical is how you're going to market in a seamless fashion. So this is where it's becoming more important that you create a single platform. Right where you then bring all the tools and and all this the new tools and services that you've acquired, you provide them to your client in a seamless fashion, so they have a single place that they can go to where you're able to provide all your firm's capabilities. We have seen that this is becoming, and we we call this the platform play, which is becoming very important because that's where people have been thinking more and more. Same way as we always go to like an Amazon for from a platform perspective. So I think those to me are the three areas where it's very very critical that you th- that you know the focus on these three areas program management change management and creating like a platform place you're offering your clients that seamless experience to coming to your organization yeah that's great i love the platform unification process of maybe the theory of each subsequent tuck-in acquisition is even easier for the client if they adopt that approach that's yeah. very that's that's really good With the current market conditions, Nina, of higher interest rates, high inflation, market uncertainty, and a potential slowdown, what can CEOs do to continue to get the most out of their acquisitions? So as we see the market conditions change, and we're already starting to see that, that, you know, where deals were happening at this crazy pace, things are starting to slow down. So what I would say is this actually provides a lot of the leaders with an opportunity to sort of think about So first I would say is what they can think of is maybe almost create like a scorecard. You've done acquisitions in the past when you were so busy doing them that you didn't have a chance to think about them, but you did them with certain expectations. Go go create a scorecard and actually sort of say, okay, what happened to the ones that we had done earlier? Did they achieve what they were expected to? And what were the lessons learned? What can we be doing differently so that the next time you're able to do this much better? Then, 
this is an also an opportunity to say, hey, can I actually take a look at my operations, streamline them even before I make my next acquisition and use that as an opportunity. So as, you're, as you optimize your existing operations, you're build, bringing in the new, or the, the new entity into an optimized business. And so you're able to then sort of integrate them much more effectively and then generate the revenues that you expected from them much more quickly. Then as you're doing all of these, one of the things people tend to forget is all these security and privacy issues. As you're bringing in new technologies, which are built on different platforms, there's going to be a need to sort of think about, is there, have I made sure that all my clients' information is safe and secure? If they were like, and so make sure that you think about that in an integrated fashion. And last and certainly not the least, which is very, very important is talent. We, you, as we all know, there's this huge war for talent. The key to now think about this as you're bringing, so you want to retain all the right people, the ones who are actually going to help you grow your business. When you have a little bit of a breather, when the market's slowing down, to use this as a time to sort of say, to almost a little bit of getting a house in order so that going forward, you're actually able to sort of make sure that as you bring in the other companies, you're actually able to move much quicker and more efficiently and generate revenues even quicker. Thanks, Nita. If you'd like to learn more about how Cherry Beckert can help you with pre and post acquisition integration and optimization, please contact us. I would like to thank Jim and Nita for their insights today. Stay tuned for more digital journeys. And as always, feel free to like and share this podcast.